Hey everyone, welcome to the podcast Feather Your Nest with Kids Health from us at The Nest Kids CPR and Allergy. Uh, The podcast is here to help you get clear and educated about all things child health, first aid and food allergies. So take a listen and don't forget to leave us your comments and reviews. It's Heidi here from The Nest, Kids CPR and Allergy, and this week we're going to talk about the difference between gagging and choking. Um, So whenever we do our classes, there's always a question when we talk about choking and the first aid that we do when a child is choking, there's always the question of, you know, what if, what if, what's the difference between gagging and choking? You know, what would we do if they start gagging? You know, how do we know? So there's a few um, differences between gagging and choking. Um, it's very hard to be 100% clear in that moment of what exactly, um, you know, which is which, but there are quite a few differences and your child will be likely to gag um, quite often. So we just want to make sure that you're familiar with what it looks like um, and the differences in it, because you'll they'll probably gag a lot more than they actually choke, if they ever choke at all. So um, remember that choking, like fully choking, if you need to use the first aid, is not overly common. Um, obviously, it does happen and you always need to know what to do, but um, you can visit our classes page for that. We've got quite a few classes. So uh, we'll talk about the difference between gagging and choking. I've got some notes here, so I don't want to, if you can see me, keep seeing me looking sideways. I want to make sure that we get everything down today. Um, so with gagging, uh, gagging is uh, caused by a reflex at the back of the throat. Um, what happens is that the back of the throat um, has like almost like a contraction. Um, when something is tr- when something triggers that contraction, it's basically something is uh, triggers it by touching the roof of the mouth or near the back of the throat or the back of the tongue. And the gag reflex is really sensitive when the baby is very young, um, and a lot and becomes less sensitive as the baby gets slightly older. So they just get a bit more practiced with swallowing things. Um, so that the gag reflex, remember the body is very clever. We say this over and over again at the nest, but the body's very clever. Like anything, like fever and all these other things that the body does that we maybe seem as bad is actually what the body does to preserve life, to keep the airway open, to keep everything clear um, and to, you know, to keep us well. So remember gagging is there for a reason. It's not a bad thing. So um, when your child gags rather than chokes, They may have quite watery eyes, you know, they may gag for a second and then have quite watery eyes. Um, They might make gagging or like retching noises. Um, They momentarily might have their mouth wide open for a second, but not, not for too long. So as they gag, the mouth goes wide open and then closes again. Um, they'll be thrusting their tongue forward when they gag. And that's the whole point of that is that it's pushing something out of where, near where the airway is. Um, they, they might be spluttering, coughing. Um, like it sounds a bit like choking, um, you know, like the, you know, something's just gone down the wrong way a bit, spluttering, kind of, you know, coughing a little bit. As long as the cough is normal and it's not very weak, then that's quite normal. That can be hand in hand with gagging. Um, they might seem quite frustrated when it happens, you know, rather than just looking panicked, they might be sort of annoyed that they just, you know, something's made them feel like that for a second because it can be a bit of a shock. They might vomit. Um, so very common when something hits a gag reflex, it can quite often bring up what's in the stomach. So they might vomit. That's normal. That's not something to worry about. 
um, their face might be red or very like dark pinkish, you know, as if, you know, you've just really strained or, um, you know, had a big coughing fit or something. So they might change color, but it will be more red and pinkish. Um, overall, gagging is um, very normal and it's usually quite short lived. So it's just a couple of seconds here and there. They might do it over and over again as they take each mouthful. But as long as they recover in between, they often gag and then take a like a big deep breath in, which is great. That's fine. You can hear then that the airway's open and everything's fine. So the overarching advice with gagging is don't interfere. Let the body do its thing. Don't start banging them on the back. Don't start interfering with them too much. It's the same as if your child is choking on something that's gone down the wrong way. If they have a good productive cough, then we just need to maybe take them out of the high chair, sit them on your lap and support them, but don't start hitting them on the back um, when they've got a good productive cough. We need to just let them do their own thing. We need to let them bring it up themselves if they can. The cough will do that. They may have a great big vomit, which brings the thing up and that's fine. Um, but we don't want to start slamming them on the back if they're doing what their body is trying to do. We don't want to interfere with that. So choking can look quite different. Um, so with choking, their colour can be quite pale or purpley or blue tinged. Um, that's, you know, obviously an, an airway obstruction. They might not be making any noise at all or they might be making a noise when they breathe. Okay, so that's telling you that if there's a noise there when they're breathing, there could be a partial airway obstruction. If there's no noise, it could be a full airway obstruction. They might have a weak cough, which usually signifies a partial airway obstruction. So the gag reflex is not that much use anymore because it's actually gone down maybe a little further. Um, they might not be able to make any noise. So there might not be a, a retching sound. They might look quite wide-eyed and panicked because, you know, obviously there's something stuck. Um, they might be staring and they might sort of keep their mouth open for longer, like just can't, just, you know, wanting to get something out and can't get it out. Um, they may wave their arms in the, in the air or side to side and they may grab their throat um, and they might be gasping for breath. So if they're trying to gasp, mouth open, all these are signs of that we need to start our first aid and call an ambulance, okay? So um, as I said, with the first aid, you can grab our first aid pocket, our virtual first aid kits at, bottom, at the bottom of every page on our website, um, or you can take a look at our class, classes tab as well. Um, so I hope this has been helpful for you. Um, remember that at this present time, if you're listening to this in real time, then um, the Nest Weaning Club 30-day program is available and starts Monday. Um, we're not sure when the next 30 days is going to be. So Monday, the 5th of October, uh, we start that. So um, I will leave the link in, um, in the comments section um, and it will also be on the website. So I hope this has been helpful for you with the gagging versus choking. Um, if you haven't got our virtual first aid kit, remember go to the bottom of every page on our website. Um, and until the next time, take care. We'll see you soon. Bye-bye.
We hope you enjoyed the show today. Don't forget to go over to the show notes where you can grab one of our freebies, which is the free first aid pocketbook, which is a PDF downloadable that you can just download to your phone. Or we have the five day allergy mum survival series, which is five bite sized videos delivered straight to your inbox. So you can also go to the bottom of every page on our website at thenestcpr.com and grab those freebies too. Take care until next time.